When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish. The best sounding podcast since that episode of Getting Curious where JVN took a rod up their dick. Oh, oh, well, oh, that was a journey. Uh, I'm Mike Johnson. Sounding. Yeah, yes, yes. Oh, yes, we, yes, we got yes, the play on yes, words. Ah, yeah. oh, shit. I, I, I should ex- it's never funnier when you. Um, I, I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. The today... Sounders. I never thought about our soccer team. Oh. Oh, no, boys. Yeah. Do you know what you are what you signed yourself up for? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you thought the locker rooms couldn't get any hotter. Yeah, tryouts are real weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> weird, then painful, then so good. Yep. yep. Um, today, this is not what we're talking about. Today. What we are talking about... Come. Spell... Spell come. <laughs> it's the delicious way. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're th- gonna come. Thanks to you all, the voters. Yeah, you voted. <gasps> all the voters. What? Yeah, all the voters. So uh, we, we did, once a month we throw a poll out there and our get bridges get to decide, but there's also, if there's a tie, then we have a tie-breaking poll that or, or, or all of our Patreon supporters uh, uh, five dollars and up anyone who gets the, the oh, bonus audio gets a say then in yep. if there's a tie in this this uh, month there there are you know such a limited number of that that gap bridger level that get to decide uh or at least vote on a, an episode every month that um yeah this time uh it, it was a tie and yeah. we had to look to the overwhelming winner yeah. <laughs> of that poll, the 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 five dollar and up poll, which was defo cum. Yeah, definitely, it was definitely cum. It was so much cum. Yep, yep. I was I was pushing for a freak flag February poll, and uh, so we had we had cum and furries, furries and uh macrophilia maybe the least under well we had giants yeah <laughs> so like giants. i don't know that i don't i don't know that everyone uh, we could have t- we probably would have left it open to go in many different ways but there's like a there's a either vor or growth or or baseball team fantasy that someone could have yeah that would have loved that yeah yeah too well, bad. Too Not bad. This time. Too bad. I lost. You lost. I won. <laughs> and Kyle won. Come wins again. <laughs> Always count on come. <laughs> you can bet the come when you're playing craps. Always bet on come. Always bet on come. Um, but first. but but first, here's the news. Shut your mouth hole. It's time for your ear holes. News. 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 Okay. News the first, Kyle. I'm ready. Um, TikTok has updated its community guidelines to ban dead naming, misgendering, and misogyny. The changes were announced Tuesday as part of a broader update designed to promote safety and security on the platform. Uh, the app will remove content that promotes disordered eating and further restrict content related to dangerous acts, but the headline maker here is dead naming, misgendering, and misogyny. Um, Did you say disordered eating? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Um, apparently there's like, the okay, the, the TikTok both has people that are like, if you want to do an eating disorder, here's how you do it. Oh. Here's some tips and tricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or like, you know, mukbang stuff. Like, What's that? Isn't that what it's called when like, like you know, some 
dudes like jerk off while this chick like eats eight Big Macs. Oh, mukbang. Mukbang is an audio, online audiovisual broadcast in which a host consumes various quantities of food while interacting with the audience. I mean, okay. I mean, I or or maybe maybe mukbang is just bang is just a euphemism for cum. Like we're gonna. <laughs> We'll find out later. No, we we uh, hint. <laughs> we never did. <laughs> um, I, 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 it's uh, that is clearly not the part that we were meant to talk about. But I just right. struggle with like I very much believe in uh, like harm reduction strategy. So like just telling like giving people no information like they're gonna fuck it up. But I also don't want there to be like here are the five easy tips to ha- to like have an eating disorder. So right. yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, last year, a report by Glad said TikTok and other top social media sites are all, quote, effectively unsafe for LGBTQ users. Truth. Yes. And, and, and it was the same of, to be fair, of like all social media, YouTube, Twitter, like Facebook, just mm-hmm. it, it's, yeah, it, it's all unsafe. That's part of the, some of the challenges in like being in a digital like thing. If like the, that's where users are, that's where everyone is. So, yep to like you can't tell lgbt people you can't like don't be on those because they're shitty that like you don't want to support those companies it's shitty like okay great then we just won't have any presence on the top networks where where everyone is right. like that's not a great solution right we should take over 4chan what do you- <laughs> that's, that's the real opportunity <laughs> that's like that is the ultimate like you find someone at like uh, you know uh like a he drunk at a shitty gay bar and you're like you know what he's like slapping some other dude in the face and you're like you know he could love me like oh, this God. is your like <laughs> oh man yeah so uh no misgendering or dead naming allowed on tiktok according to the new guidelines and um in case people don't know because maybe they don't dead naming is when you y- use the name that a trans person was assigned at birth instead of the name that they have selected for themselves as part of their transition yeah there's so few reasons that you need to do that right like there there's so few times when, when it comes up and there are such easy solutions if you're like there's no other way like uh, there are there are usually very often easy easy ways around it so yep um okay so thanks tiktok for kind of cleaning it up i bet you still suck yeah (laughs) (laughs) news the second yeah amira de spain has made history as the first black trans model to work with victoria's secret she also came from TikTok, which is funny. TikTok Interesting. Star. Yeah. Uh, she's known on social media as XOXO Amira. Uh, confirmed the collaboration in a heartfelt post on Instagram, where she also showed off some of beautiful Victoria's Secret items. Some of beautiful... That is not a sentence. Pinknews.co.uk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where she also showed off some of Victoria's Secret items for Valentine's Day. Yeah, that'd be pretty bad if she was like wearing Spencer gift lingerie and she's like, I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, oh no. <laughs> so that's fair. Um, she, let's see, was wearing a stunning red corset and matching lipstick and shared that she was honored to be the first black trans woman to work with the lingerie brand. Quote, as a kid, I only dreamed of being a part of Victoria's Secret, she wrote. 
Um, Valentina Sampaio paved the way, and it's such an honor to continue that legacy on the first day of Black History Month. Valentina Sampaio being the first trans model on Victoria's Secret, but she wasn't mm. black. She's 25 years old and posted on Valentine's Day today. Oh, we're yeah, we're recording this on Valentine's Day because our true love is hearing ourselves talk. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so happy right now. Um, God, we're just loving this. This is my, I don't jerk off anymore. I just do podcasts. Amira Despain gave her top tips on how to enjoy romantic holidays as a single person. Oh, yeah? Um, captioning the video, best love is self-love. Uh, in the video, she took viewers along on an indulgent day out for people who are spending the holiday on their own. Uh, her day began with putting on makeup, styling a gorgeous red Victoria's Secret corset, and even doing her hair so she can feel like a baddie. Mm. Then she took herself out on a date to one of her favorite restaurants and chowed down on a grilled cheese plus a cinnamon bun while reading a book. Bought herself some roses, blah, blah, blah. I'm very happy for the Valentine's Day that you had for yourself, Amira. <laughs> and still somehow... You sound jealous. I do. <laughs> I'm I jealous do. that you're dating yourself. Um, quote, I want to empower young trans women and men around the world to show them that the beauty and fashion industries are changing, especially if you are a POC. I'm so grateful to work with Victoria's Secret and hope this paves the way for those after me. That's great. Congrats. Yeah. Great. News the last. Yeah. Okay. News the last. So Manchester Pride, which is one of the largest pride festivals in the world. Uh, announced that after after a bunch of backlash last year over its mission and finances, they announced that this year they will, quote, refocus efforts back onto our activist roots. And MCR Pride Live, which is the music festival portion, is canceled. Some of the backlash that they got was that uh, they were focusing too much on celebrity and spectacle and music mm -hmm. and not on what pride is about mm -hmm. ultimately, which is fighting for gay rights and um, remembering Stonewall. Yeah. The uh, youth pride MCR family pride MCR and the human rights forum are still taking place. They've been identified as the more important parts of Manchester pride, but uh, MCR pride live will not go ahead. They're still having their parade. They had a bunch of um, meetings throughout the year with the queer community, local LGBT plus businesses and venues. And uh, yeah, they're, they're working on making ticket prices cheaper because that's one of the huge problems in, mm. uh, in Europe, especially, I think, is that pride festivals are just like ridiculously expensive and you can't go if you don't have like 100 euros or whatever. And like a part of the challenge is, especially if you're working on the rights of multi-intersectional communities that face the most challenge within so people of color and you know trans or non-binary and hiv or you know whatever like as you they're not the ones that can afford it and gay white men can so like yep. yeah that I, it very easily like and and that's just you know one of probably so many things that like it turns into like is who is this for and and we've done this in the past where gay white men have kind of taken the the reap the rewards and ran with them and, yeah. and left other people behind. And I, yeah, I, I think I, you know, woke up to that recently. I think 
people are waking up to that. I know like UK Black Pride, they had to like make a clarification about, I forget what other group was like, yeah, we're working with UK Black Pride this year. And they were like, no one has talked to us. No, like yeah. we're not at all. Like there's, you know, I don't know. We need to do a much better job year round and particularly in Pride of like the point of this is fighting against people that don't believe we should have rights so yep. like I, i'm fine with a party and getting drunk and like their celebrations and we can bring people in 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 ways that are fun like that's when we when we're kids we have christmas and that's like you know you get presents and then eventually you learn that like you know santa was the love you have for your parents you know or like whatever right. like yeah. you, you know like you, <laughs> there are ways in that then you realize but you have to have that activism piece and that that focus on the the people within our community that that need the most support right fighting for their rights the people that are being attacked and uh, yeah i think it's we've we've let it get away from us yep yeah i i agree and um part of their message here was saying quote first and foremost we're a campaigning charity fighting for equality and opportunities for lgbtq plus individuals across greater manchester and the response from across our communities corroborates that position that's why we're going back to our roots our pride celebration is about protest I think it's okay, like you said, to sing and dance and be a little naked, but maybe also like do the other stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like there shouldn't be a fee that like that, that could be covered by other things. Yep. And, yeah. Yep. And that's the news. Well, I take pride in the fact that the following Patreon members have supported us. Great. For, for mere days. Great. <laughs> um, you are new Patreon members. Uh, Lauren N. Alex do you want to guess what that with what lauren's last name is nanjiani great uh, probably it um can you imagine if you're right god the rare um <laughs> that's like getting the, the first try on wordle yeah <laughs> <laughs> green, um, green 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 yeah fuck yeah oh i'm so smart somehow yeah. um alex let's you what let's you <laughs> um lou uh pultain um Poutine? almost boy i'm hungry uh sabrina long um and Gemma pembury thank you to our new patreon members if you want to join us support us uh go to patreon.com slash gayish podcast do it do you want to talk about come oh my god kyle <laughs> we have one of our um member that like patreon members that is also active in discord that like we, furries has been up up in the mix multiple times yeah and never wins we'll yeah. do it someday yeah yeah someday <laughs> i there you know it's interesting we like there's so many topics like uh, furries is one that's like it's been right on the cusp enough that we'll like at some point we need to do that but like there's been so many different ones like we uh people were talking about in discord like going back to foreskin yeah. um because we talked about like ended up accidentally just talking the whole time about circumcision like th yeah. there's uh, your app makeover there, there's just so many things that we need to go revisit so yeah um also feet feet will feet will happen someday wow what wait was that a did that come up somehow somewhere yeah it's been in the poll i think a couple of times oh, has it? and we have some aficionados on <laughs> discord thanks i hate it <laughs> but that's not what this is about this is for cum. the cum the cum lovers the cum guzzlers <laughs> we we taught i taught one of our uh friends in the D, &D group the cum pig cum pig <laughs> yeah, it was enough to where like the next time we got together he was like Come pig. 
um I, so yes i have a lot to say about Kong. okay uh but i'll let you presumably start and i i'm nervous about the next words out of your mouth I'm going to talk about the history no, of you're not. That's not a thing. That's, that makes no sense. Try again. Say a different thing that's better. Um, I do. I, so I, I am going to talk about like the biology and some okay, of the science great, great, about great. cum. And that is the history of cum because all animals reproduce sexually. There are some animals, animals that can also reproduce asexually, but our entire kingdom can reproduce sexually. And that means somebody's coming. Hmm. And hot um yeah yeah so i wrote only an, one species high fives about it i i wrote in all caps here in my notes nature is obsessed with cum is it <laughs> yes <gasps> um i it's natural it's natural i got it i i it's just natural i was born this way <laughs> i was born obsessed with cum i was born from cum oh with cum <laughs> and to cum <laughs> no <laughs> I also have in my Google history now how much <laughs> semen does a horse make. So <gasps> How much semen does a horse make, Mike? About 50 milliliters per ejaculation. I don't which, know what a milliliter yeah, is. Yeah, so let's see. If I do 50 ml in cups, that's cups. Uh, a quarter cup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I've gone my whole life not being sexually attracted to horses, Mike. Great. I'm really trying to hold on to that. Okay, great. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Horses come a lot, Kyle. It's a lot. E Enum claw. Okay. I got that out of yeah, the way. Okay. Let's keep going. <laughs> that dude got fucked to death by a horse. That's what I hear from you. <laughs> you haven't brought it up in a while. I know. I know. Our old school fans know. Right. I don't know. <laughs> my bullshit is bullshit. Okay. Okay. We're in it. Okay. Okay. Uh, come. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back to the cum. So um, it, it is really interesting that like the gonads that make sperm vary really wildly depending on the species and the volume of ejaculate varies wildly depending on the species and then the amount of sperm that is in the ejaculate varies wildly depending on the species and a lot of it's just because there are these weird evolutionary pressures selection pressures that are applied to how much cum you make and how often you make it come out of you um uh, macaques for example are thought to devote between one and six percent of their daily metabolism to the production of cum so is that a, a contraction for mike's cox macaques 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 not your cox macaques macaques that a species yeah they're um they're, they're gay ass monkeys i think yeah. Not bonobos. Not bonobos. There's another species of gay ass monkeys that we haven't talked about there yet. Are, apparently, there are lots of gay ass everything everywhere. Like there's gay ass birds and love is love. Love. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Um, animals make cum. Primates make a lot of cum, and um, it is apparently one of the leading theories as to why we jerk off. That like the there's all of the like jokes and erotic fiction and bullshit about like oh my balls are full and that's mm -hmm. not even where it's stored or whatever but like that like you 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 have you have to cut you got to get rid of the cum kyle like, <laughs> like your body's making a lot of cum and you need to get rid of it 
th- there's you sound like me being desperate late at night on <laughs> on scruff or something yeah you gotta get rid of the cum bro there oh, we when we talked about um oh was it chastity or someone messaged us to, to say like reminder like it's helpful for like for your health to orgasm like to come and like yep. to clean out your your stuff yeah so yeah that's absolutely true but one one place says healthline.com says in answer to the question how often should a man ejaculate mm. uh 21 times per month which that's the weirdest desk calendar now to keep <laughs> um god i how can i cut down to <laughs> is that like a week <laughs> God. i guess i can spread one day out into an entire month if i really need to oh man that's more than i would have thought the recommended amount would have been i would not have expected it to be that much apparently that's um specifically looking at prostate health and the benefits mm-hmm. of of preventing prostate cancer that that is that seems to be the the zone um i'm gonna talk a little bit more about prostate cancer great excellent yeah. excellent i will put not a, then put a butt plug in that i will put a butt plug in that happy hole toys um <laughs> brought to, every time we say put a butt plug in that brought to you by happy hole toys i wonder if they'd pay us for that i don't know <laughs> here's just a bunch of fun questions i found about cum science here we go <laughs> Wow, you said all is it is it just because the topic has come that so much of what we said is like it's just every sentence is like dripping <laughs> like I just that was a big thing you just that was a lot okay yeah, yeah. it's a horse size ejaculate of a sentence <laughs> exactly okay uh, what animal produces the most sperm oh god my um, next boyfriend <laughs> um, I don't know among the largest ejaculates relative to body size belongs to the boar sus scrofa so it's a pig. Oh, uh, Leupold said that males of this boar seem to produce ejaculates of over 50 billion sperm, which is well over a hundred times a human ejaculate. Like that cum shot's loaded. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what, is that why we, is that why we call them cum pigs? Is there like something connected to like, <laughs> like I just think for some reason cum pig, I just think of pig like, oh, they want it. But like, that doesn't mean why would pig mean that? Yeah. Or like pigs eat the slop from the trough like that. I don't, I don't, huh? Uh, apparently, pigs can come up to five hundred milliliters, uh, which is over two cups. Fuck. <laughs> yes, they do. Who knew that this episode was also brought to you by math? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know we had to do conversions on this. Oh, oh girl, you have I, no idea. Really? What's in store for you? <gasps> what? Um, I've okay. I also heard this thing that like pigs like can orgasm like for 30 minutes or something i've heard that too is that in here god i i can't just keep mentioning rumors or things that i've heard that i didn't look up at all that's uh, like the worst podcast ever what animal has the smallest sperm can you get sick from sperm what's the size of a sperm can you get, wait no is elephant sperm bigger than human sperm wait can, are, you, are you answering all these questions because oh, now we need to, to know el- <laughs> yes <laughs> okay can you get sick from sperm i want to know that one <laughs> uh Semen is a hotbed for viruses. Uh, scientists reported oh. in the November issue of Emerging Infection Diseases Journal, at least 27 viruses can live in sperm in, in semen, including Ebola, Marbung, Chikungunya, and Lassa fever. Uh, doctors at the University of Oxford compiled a full list after analyzing more than 3,800 studies. Damn. The animal with the smallest sperm, this is not it come, but like the sperm that are in it, is the Asian elephant. Huh. 
which goes to are elephant for elephant sperm bigger than human sperm? No, they're not. The little wiggle guys are like the same regardless of <laughs> the size. I mean, there's variation, but um, let's see. Does sperm make women happy? That's one of them. <laughs> is this like a g- auto generated question from something? What is the answer to this question? Semen makes you happy. That's the remarkable conclusion of a study comparing women whose partners wear condoms and those whose partners don't. The study, which is bound to provoke controversy, showed that the women who were directly exposed to semen were less depressed. <laughs> okay, that's a thing you can't just say without knowing the <coughs> without knowing more of the details. There's no link here. There's no What are you looking link. at? Uh lisbedinet.com. <laughs> oh, I love that site. That's where I'll, I get all my science from. Um, um yeah, okay. Wow. Yeah. That that seems like a high potential for correlation not causation kind of thing. Maybe so. Can a dog get a cat pregnant? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. That's um, a relief. Can humans breed with any other animals? I don't think we should know. We should not be allowed to know that answer. No. Probably not, it says. Oh, which no. That's like, anyway. Anyway, anyway, I'm not. I'm not. What happened? What ha- we are, sorry. What happened to us? What's going on? What are we doing? Yeah. Okay. Here's what I really want to get to is the math portion of this evening's program that I have prepared for you in advance, <laughs> out of all Kyle. Of that, out of uh, all of that, that's what we selected? Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, whoa. Okay. I think I've covered some of this before. But uh, uh, Go Ask Alice, if you're not familiar, is an awesome website. It is a service that's put on by Columbia University. It's goaskalice.columbia.edu, and they do genuine sexual health questions and the answers, Mm. and it's entertaining as fuck. Mm. Anyway, hi, Alice. Today, a girlfriend and I were discussing the nutritional value of sperm. Mm. While performing oral sex, if you swallow, I was told that it is very high in protein. However, I was also informed that it is very high in calories. This may seem like a weird question, but I would like to know what nutritional benefits are involved when swallowing and how many approximate calories are in a man's ejaculation. Thank you for your help in this matter. P. Okay, that did. Okay, when I the the happy thing reminds me of, of this or reminds me of uh, uh, come is good for your skin. It seems like a lot of things that seem to be like, yeah. Definitely take lots of cum. It's it's great for <laughs> your mental health, yeah. your spiritual health, your physical health. It's like who's... I've got some for you now. If you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my horses, we both have so much cum ready for. Yeah, it it just seems like okay. I'm a little skeptical of all the the, the pro cum messages. Like just big cum, big. Cum. You gotta watch out for big cum. <laughs> <laughs> they've got they've got their their hands lubed around the necks of big mainstream media and they're i don't know uh, no keep please keep saying <laughs> words in that sentence i need you to keep that sentence going i can't i can't i need more wine and they <laughs> and trickle down economics has never felt so good right it's very, very funny. <laughs> I just want you to know that that's very funny. With my dad, when you say something very funny, he says, that's really funny. Mm. And that's when you know, like, that's when you know it's very good. You just like, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, Cal. <laughs> uh, dear P, a typical ejaculation fills up about one teaspoon. The actual amount is determined by a man's age, in part. Younger men usually make more semen. When he last ejaculated and how long he's aroused before ejaculating, among other factors. Contrary to what you've heard, semen is not loaded with calories. Each- it's also, there's so little, like, 
I mean, you're not... A teaspoon of fucking sugar isn't going to make yeah, you fat. Yeah, like, yeah. It's fine. Each teaspoon of ejaculate has about five to seven calories and some 200 to 500 million sperm. Uh, since sperm make up only about 1% of semen, what accounts for the other 99%? Its other ingredients include fructose sugar, water, vitamin C, citric acid, enzymes, protein, phosphate and bicarbonate buffers, and zinc. Can swallowing semen enrich a protein-poor diet? Unless you're gulping gallons of it each day, it's no substitute for real nutritious cuisine. But what if you are, Alice? <laughs> Why are you attacking my lifestyle choices? <laughs> like right there. Well, maybe, Mike, is, is, is cum uh, keto friendly? No, it has sugar in it. Oh, man. It's fine, though. It's only seven calories or whatever. Okay, But so, you can't swallow buckets on it. I know. I know. I feel bad for me, too. Um <laughs> So I did I did a little bit of math here with okay. some of the things that we've already talked about. Okay. There's 1.5 to 6.8 milliliters per load. That's the like the the medicine says that that's the range for human males. The median is 3.7 milliliters per load. 3 quarters of a teaspoon is like that's the middle of the road load. If you're following your prostate health advice and you're coming 21 times a month, that's 77.7 milliliters per month, which means that you come a, a little over 900 milliliters a year. You come about four cups a year. Again, you don't know me, but that you're, you're, <laughs> you're saying on average one, one comes that much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So at six calories a load, that's 1,134 calories, which is about two bottles of rosé. You come about two bottles of rosé worth of calories a year. Again, not me personally. One does because I, because I, yeah, I have a different amount. Okay. Or about three quarters of a cup of Nutella. <gasps> These are the conversions I'm doing for you. So like. Wow, that's so little <laughs> Nutella. <laughs> so like, like if you had, if you were dating an average dude who was all of these averages and you swallowed all of his loads. Literally every load. For a year. Which. That would be about three quarters of a cup of Nutella's worth. Do. For like calorie purposes. Would like, I rather have a year's worth of cum? <laughs> or no, definitely the cum. I'd pick cum over Nutella. All right. All right. Well. That's not the question you asked, but but I answered it. So I did a little bit more math. And Ooh, okay. I, if, uh, <laughs> you, you, if you start making cum at about 15 and you live to be about 85, that means you make cum for 70 years, which that means that in your lifetime, you will make a little over 17 gallons of cum. Wow. 17 gallons of cum is a, a little less than 80,000 calories, which is about 152 Big Macs worth. <laughs> Or 35 and a half large pepperoni pizzas from Domino's. That's so little calories. Like, especially <laughs> over that amount of time. Like, 152 Big Macs over that 70 long years. of a time. That's yeah. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You can make a documentary about that. <laughs> it would be like, unsupersize me. Uh <laughs> and then no one would like it. Because it would be like boyhood, but just eating Big Macs slowly over time. And nothing changes about the person's diet or behavior. Yep. The moral of this story. There's not that much calories in cum. There's not a lot of calories in cum. So if your plan is to try to live on that shit, it's, you're going to need a lot of it. Challenge accepted. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> there's doubt in your voice. Yeah. Do you want to tell me about some stuff? Seventeen gallons. 
I think that's much small, like much less than I would have expected. I, me too. Yeah, I, I thought like, I don't know, swimming pool full of cum, like, but mm, don't tempt me with a good time. Is that what they do at the white party? <laughs> Is that the white in the white party? Um, okay. I want to tell you, thank you. Thank you for that. Yes. <laughs> Appreciate that. I just figured I would combine cum and math and you would love it. Boy, <laughs> there's like too many podcasts have combined cum and math. We're not, we're, we're doing nothing new. Um, I want to talk about a research study okay but to start i will tell you about the research studies that contain the word come that were not what i expected oh study on waste heat driven absorption 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 i can't say that word now absorption absorption study on a waste heat driven absorption why can i not say that absorption 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 it is a weird fucking word. Absorption. Okay. Uh, study on a waste heat-driven absorption cooling, cooling come desalination cycle. What? Okay. Desalinization is taking the salt out of something. You take the salt out of cum. Is this like, is it, is it actually cum? Nothing to do with cum. Oh. Could not find the word cum in the study. Have no idea. I think it was translated weird. It okay. was like, then I saw the French translation or, so, or like the French version oh. of the title. And I was like. Oh, maybe it was originally well, in French. Well, but like it being French means it probably really is about cum. <laughs> <laughs> um, very disappointed. Yep. <laughs> this this my my journey to find a, a research about cum was full of disappointment, just like my journey for actual cum. Um, nu- <laughs> nutritional composition, anti-nutritional factors, pre-treatments, cum processing, impact, and food formulation potential of fava beans. I was going to talk about when that dude jizzed on Jodie Foster's face. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> In Silence of the Lambs. Fava beans. Nice Chianti. She's walking through the prison and that dude jizzes on her face. Yep. I did like, did that, did that really happen? In Pro- that movie? Yeah, that really happened in that movie. Wow. God, I want to go to prison. Um, <laughs> there's so there's something like about a processing or something that the word "come" shows up, and it wasn't an abbreviation. I don't know. Anyway, okay, I will tell you the actual <laughs> the actual study. Okay. that's actually about come mm-hmm. uh, threat of sexual disqualification, the consequence of erectile dysfunction and other sexual changes for gay and bisexual men with prostate cancer. This is a, this is a 2017 study that um, was published in the archives of sexual behavior by Jane M. Usher, 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 uh, Janet Perez, Perz, Duncan Rose, Gary W. Dowsett, Suzanne Chambers, Scott Williams, Ian Davis, and David Latini. Um, And, automatically off the bat it's interesting that like it talks about gay and bisexual men so like i mean we you know we've seen enough studies to know like bisexual men are not always included so like uh, this is 2017 so not too long ago so like i think research has caught up to like you include like men who have sex with men in these kinds of studies not just gay men and and so that by men start popping up so like yeah You've made it, by men. Great. Um, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> come, come well. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Come well. We should get like gayish branded signs, door signs for people. I was thinking, is there a, I, can you find a map that says welcome and then you turn it around and it says come well? Like that would be funny. Oh. 
I should get a tattoo over my ass that says come well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and baby Jessica's lost. Dive in. That's <laughs> one of the weirder things I've ever said. Okay. Here's the serious thing I'm gonna okay. tell you about pancreatic. Prostatic God. cancer? Nope. Prostate cancer. Prostatic cancer. Yeah, prostate cancer. Oh, I was thinking prosthetic. Oh. That's not a thing. Yeah. In fact, if you get cancer in your prosthetic it's kind of pretty yeah bloop, bloop, done <laughs> that would be the ideal place to get cancer honestly <laughs> we're recording late at later at night yeah. i don't maybe that's it you've been traveling all day we have not drank that much to to do this it, maybe it's come i'm come drunk oh this study about Can, cancer this okay it's <laughs> very serious study very about serious come study cancer about come cancer <laughs> Uh, gay and bisexual men uh, in this study they, as they were talking about why they talked to and interviewed these gay and bisexual men they talked about um, gay and bi men um, within the prostate cancer kind of community as being an invisible diversity gay and bisexual men in uh, prostate cancer are invisible diversity because there's just a lot of the studies focus on straight men and or penile to vaginal sex mm -hmm. yeah. so when we talk about some of the challenges they're very different for gay and bi men sex plays a different role in our lives than to straight people or men who have sex with women um and uh, i'll just read this quote from the study most research examining the impact of prostate cancer on men's sexuality has focused on the ability to achieve and maintain an erection for penile vaginal penetration, assuming that men are in long-term monogamous heterosexual relationships and implicitly excluding the experience of single and gay men. Yeah. Um, I think this is a perfect example of when you start to look at kind of the the most underrepresented or kind of minority groups it benefits everyone mm -hmm. so to mm -hmm. not assume that you're in a long-term monogamous relationship if you you know we're, we're gay men is the avenue in there but like you could be an older straight man that is single <laughs> or yeah. in an open relationship or like whatever you know so many reasons so like um and uh as far as the numbers uh, in the u.s five thousand gay men are diagnosed every year with prostate cancer and over fifty thousand gay men are living after uh prostate cancer treatment oh wow so remember uh, that Grey's anatomy episode where like meredith was trying to convince that doctor to spare the nerves out of that dude's prostate so that he could still have a sex life no it was early i i only watched like the first five seasons or whatever and mm. now that they're on season 74 i mm -hmm. i don't know what's going on anymore but yeah yeah and like the the whole thing was just like yank it all out of there well if you yank it all out of there then you can't have sex no more there yeah and that's a great example of like butt stuff is not as important to straight or heterosexual men like yeah yeah anyway. also it's one more reason why watching Grey's anatomy is basically med school <laughs> I, i'm pretty much i have like a double <laughs> phd by now um so this study looked at uh they did an online survey of 124 gained bisexual men mm. in on and 21 of their partners they did an actual interview um with 46 men and seven partners uh, who have uh, had prostate cancer and gone through treatment. Hmm. Um, and a lot of the things that they reported were, what we're going to focus on one of these, but loss of libido, uh, climacturia, 
which is uh, urinary incontinence at the moment of sexual climax. I had not heard of that side effect or even that word. Uh, Loss of sensitivity or pain or even pain during anal sex, which is kind of what we're talking about. Uh, Non-ejaculatory orgasms. That's what we're going to talk about. Okay. Yeah. Um, And uh, reduced penis size. People reported losing one to two inches of of penis size. Like I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. And like, I mean, you can imagine like in the gay world, like penis size already, much less. I don't want to have a single digit penis. I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> so um, I, I'll, I just want to first talk about some of the overall side effects that some of the participants talked about. Um, one, the, the most striking one was uh, Scott, who's 59 and gay, talked about erectile dysfunction. Yeah. And he said, if I had the choice again, I would take my risk with the cancer and not have the operation. Wow. Okay. Which like to, yeah, that, that was the most striking, like to say like, now nah, we'll go for the cancer. Like these are big side effects that are life altering. And I think sometimes we diminish, um, sexual health or the like sexual side effects. We view or, like, it as something sex- you can throw away. Like, because you can live without it. We assume that that's the way to go or that it's disposable. And, and I don't, I think we underestimate the role it plays in just day to day or like the role it plays in your feelings of self-worth confidence. You know, people reported or at least 21 days a month, at least 21 days a month. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I will talk to you specifically. So there were a lot, this great study or or great kind of firsthand accounts of people talking about their experiences, but I'm going to focus on the come portion, the people that even if they could, you know, still get hard and have an orgasm, non-ejaculatory orgasm was a, a side effect uh, real, real quick my grandfather uh who has passed uh had prostate cancer and they said we're not gonna treat it because something else will kill you before that does it's hmm. a very it was a very slow moving cancer and uh but what they did do was put him they chemically castrated him he was on a medication that like like dried all of his goodies up well, and um so yeah it, it's just uh an, another example of like well the the sexual part get rid of that if it's in the way of of this treatment plan yeah, yeah. um and i also think too that like he was in his 80s or 70s i think when that happened and the presumption is that old people don't have sex and that's really sad too yeah, yeah anyway yeah. I, yeah for that yeah to just like I don't know. My just assumption is especially in gay men where like you could come out later. You are not. I feel like straight people have more of these avenues to where they get married and have a monogamous partner. And I think we have less of those assurances. And and so like being sexually active and single when you're older is, I don't know. It just seems far more likely when you're gay, but that's just me saying that. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, What I do know. Yeah from reading this study is that of the people they talked to 71% reported a loss in ejaculatory orgasm after treatment for prostate cancer. So I have no idea that was one, an option or that, you know, that's a majority of people had that side effect from treatment. So orgasm, like a dry orgasm or, or like no orgasm at all. No, they had an orgasm. Nothing came out. Just like dust. Uh, yep. It was like, it was like a a moderate cough. Great. <laughs> okay. Like blowing a the dust off a book when you open it. Okay. No, I have no idea. Right. I, it, yeah. Uh, and I wanted to read some of the comments that that guys made about 
yeah. that experience. Sure. Uh, first, uh, uh, Greg 53 and gay said climax doesn't feel complete without the feeling of Jack ejaculation and separately lack of semen has affected me much more than I expected. It's more difficult to talk about than erection issues. Okay. Which erection issues. I mean, like that's something we have such a hard time with, like, having a hard penis in the room like we've talked about that before like that is such a focus yeah in sex and is a struggle for me so like anxiety and depression medication can mix together to make like i've had to i've had to struggle with this and you add in like so what's even more difficult than that it, like i yeah that's um it's it's crazy um they talked about in the study that um counterpoint mm -hmm. cleaner socks okay <laughs> one person said <laughs> Happy not to clean up, not happy with partner's disappointment. Oh, <laughs> that's heartbreaking. That was by Michael, 69, gay. Nice. Nice. Um, uh, uh, We're some... going to hell, Kyle. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but, but our friends will all be there. <laughs> yeah, that's um, true. Uh, they talk about um, coming or, and semen as a visible evidence of satisfaction, it, it, which I think is so mm -hmm. interesting as like, I know it's not not even just the orgasm, but like the the cum itself, like that, like that proves to me that is evidence, tangible, lickable evidence mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. like a pleasure where other things you are trusting someone that they're enjoying it. Like I I love I like taking I like getting fucked. Yeah. Okay. In, in the butt. Mm -hmm, um. Mm -hmm. And I may not always come and I still very much enjoy it, but it mm -hmm. takes someone believing me. Like I don't, yeah, that you may just have to believe me. So, um, well, and it's interesting, right? Because in porn, the cum shot is such a part of the whole setup and the way it's filmed. And a, a lot of people I know are, that's like, that's the only part of the film that matters to them. But also women don't do that. Mm. Like sure. There's squirters or whatever, but like that's, most most like female orgasm on film is just a lot of like writhing and moaning mm -hmm. and who knows if it even actually happened right yeah, yeah. and i suppose there could be the presumption of the same thing like oh i'm coming and then you don't see it yeah and then there's like a weird disbelief there and then a disappointment about it like that's like i i'm, I'm trying to validate the the experiences here yeah. Like, yeah. have you ever faked an orgasm when you're topping yeah <laughs> me too <laughs> Why? Why did you do it? Cause it hurt. It hurt. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, he was riding me and like swiveling his hips in a way that like the head of my dick was hitting his pelvic bone and it fucking hurt. So. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. The boniest of twinks. Uh, or my ex-husband. <laughs> but yeah, sure. God. It's not not a twig, I guess. No. You you can. You didn't tell your ex-husband that it hurt? You faked an orgasm with your ex-husband? Yeah. Oh. If you can't fake an orgasm with your spouse, who can you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, touche. <laughs> I faked it when I was just like, I'm not going to come, but I know you want this from me, so I'm going to do this so I can stop. And like... Yeah. I, you gotta think that he was sitting on the toilet like after I left and being like Hold <laughs> wait <on>. a minute <laughs> I have questions <laughs> I yeah. don't have well I have no ability to get the answer because we did not exchange names or numbers um uh, uh to kind of validate like 
uh, Greg 53 gay said semen is important to some prospective partners. This has restricted the number of potential partners. I could see this playing into, I believe it's real, but even like you may self limit because of your perceived, like that people will need this. Um, yeah. uh, I, uh, Arnold 57 gay said, I'm also concerned that some guys really enjoy swallowing or a load or being ejaculated on and, and will be disappointed when I cannot provide that, which that like, you know, the, the discussion of like, where do you want me to come like that? Like in my kind of sexting or scruff, like kind of hookup, kind of work up like talking about that like there's a little bit of like we're cr- trying to do the sexy but like where do you is are you yeah. okay with like yeah, what are you yeah, okay yeah, with yeah, like yeah, there's yeah, yeah. some you know there's the the sexy form of negotiation and understanding what you're okay with but like that's part of it like where do you want this load like so i understand that like yeah there's a big focus on like what happens with the cum right yeah what happens with the cum, Kyle? Where does cum go? All cum <laughs> goes to heaven. <laughs> um, and Andy61 said, it would be too hard to kind of disclose or to pick up somebody and say, well, nothing is going to happen on my part. You know, I can't come. Hmm. So I just thought this was really interesting because, you know, this is clearly a, a major life-changing event that they went through and that changed it from one to another. But I, th- I think it also speaks to kind of a, a bigger experience of the, the importance that we place on come as, especially as gay men. And I, I, I did not think of until this people talking about that even being more difficult to discuss or disclose than um, like ED uh, mm-hmm. kind of issues. And, and yeah, we, we, we we just there's so many different ways we put pressure on sex to be a certain thing mm. and it includes at least one hard penis at least someone fucking someone and come somewhere like th- those yeah. are kind of the things that we all believe we need and if we don't have them we don't like count it as sex or you know or you know someone's a disappointment or we don't think they had fun or something it's 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 a lot of pressure but there's so many fun things yeah there's so many fun things so yeah uh, they also talked about, I wanted to mention the challenges of discussing this with their healthcare worker. The, the worst example I found is uh, Gareth, 65 gay, said he talked to his doctor about a reduction in penis size, which stopped him from having sex. And his doctor said, quote, I don't want to know anything about your sex life. Oh, Gareth thought that this is Gareth concluded because it was he was gay. Yeah. That the doctor didn't want to know, which very easy to conclude that like i don't know you would think sorry another dude would understand a reduction in penis size and the struggle with that yeah or yeah i mean if that doctor is a gp just should like that should be a ethics violation lose your licensure or something isn't that a horrifying thing to hear absolutely yeah that's um 80 percent of the people they talked to the men they talked to just had discussed uh changes to their uh, to their sex life, things that happened after treatment, but a majority were also dissatisfied with the level of information they received and hmm. also the assumptions of heterosexual heterosexuality means they didn't always get the information that was suited for them. Yeah. Get your shit together, doctors. I feel like that's a common thing in, in studies you see where it talks about gay, bi men um, or any kind of LGBT identity is like, you got to know about LGBT people so that when someone comes to you with an issue or, or like whatever you, you know that you like, you have to treat them differently that if you treat this like, Oh, every man has the same 
issues with penis, penis size, erections. Like if you, if you don't know top and bottom, you know, pain, like someone reported like pain during anal sex, like because of treatment, like there, there's so many things that you like, I don't know. Yeah. You just might miss on or not, yeah. not give the right information. I feel like a lot of studies kind of end that way of like, you got to know LGBT people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's uh that's the study I got. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, not uh, cancer's not awesome. No, but. <laughs> no, no, very bad, very bad. You did talk about cum, though. I did talk about cum a whole bunch. <laughs> and yeah, and and our our gay men's uh kind of man, we're so into cum. I'm so into cum. Maybe I should stick to me statements. Yeah. How do you feel about cum? Have we arrived at the personal portion? Of I don't know. We can. Do, I don't know. I just it felt like the time. Do you want some more wine to, to yes. really get into? Oh God. Um, I do not have a like. Holy shit! That's the hottest thing ever. Feeling about cum that I I think you do mm-hmm. or like other people that I talk to do. I'm mostly cum neutral. Hmm. <laughs> um. Don't I don't mind it on me or in me i like i i even enjoy that sometimes like but it's not something that i'm like after or will be disappointed if it doesn't happen um it's just yeah you know whatevs hmm. yeah you're looking you're giving me you're giving me that you're so wrong about that face it's just <laughs> weird <laughs> No, I should not use the word weird. This is specifically like one of the challenges of like you, you have said you sometimes feel different than other gay men because like you don't have the same kind of sexual, like this is one of those, like don't have the same sexual kind of urges or like needs that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's not weird. It's It's just kind of hot and slimy and whatever, (laughs) like (laughs) salty, but whatever. I don't like (laughs) it's like we could be talking about slimer from ghostbusters like the way you're describing this does not yeah um i i'm like super like super into it super into like i've gone through phases where i just like only looked up i don't usually look up um solo videos for porn Hmm. but make an exception if like you find like super shooters like guys who can like hit themselves in the face yeah you know you like shoot it behind them that's hot um i like man gangbangs where there's one bottom just like taking so many loads that i'm like, real quick public service announcement to all you dribblers out there myself included your cum shot is fine alternate great view mm-hmm. thrust your <laughs> like just give your hips a, like a, oh use you gotta, physics to you your gotta, advantage you gotta throw it like a baseball <laughs> like you gotta, if it's not gonna do it itself you gotta chunk it no i found things like i like I know the right kind of combination of things, concoction that needs to happen so that I can hit my good like that. Yeah. yeah Poise on the board for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it's like, you know, don't come for a couple days, mm-hmm. uh, be super turned on. Mm-hmm. Like there are certain things and I like, yeah, I can yeah. like jerk off and hit my face. I don't never shoot, but just what's the farthest you've gone. Oh God. I Have you know. hit yourself in the face before? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> High five. Yeah. Yeah, bro. That's a, um, yeah, but like I very much enjoy it. It's like the this is one of the great things about through is like the constant struggle, like in my ass or on my face, and like it's like porquenolistos. Porquenolistos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm a super hot. I think it's fun to like 
the idea of like taking a bunch of loads. I listened to uh, something I wanted to recommend. I listened to uh, the podcast Demystifying Gay Porn and season two, episode seven is called Confessions of a Cum Addict. And it is actually hmm. like um, this guy in the porn industry. It is actually way more hopefully like ours like it sounds sexual at first but then you actually like there's information there's depth you learn stuff like they talk about the effects of the aids crisis on this guy's like having sex and they talk a little bit about bug chasers they talk about um you know being in the closet they just talk about like having sex with straight married dudes like they're, they're like they talk about a lot of things and and you know considering the topic i i, I thought it was super interesting and like a little sexual and i you know, just think taking a bunch of loads sounds super hot. Yeah. Okay. One right after the other. Ideally. Run a train. I just got, I mean, <laughs> I feel like you think you're joking, but that's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Do you not come across very many people who aren't into it? Because I, I don't feel like, like, obviously we like talk about cum and cum shots and loads like the dudes talk to each other and gay dudes talk about yeah. sex a lot but like i don't feel like it's a it's a lot like i don't i don't feel like this is a common topic and like how into come are you is something that i've had like intimate conversations with people about but i don't think it's like brunch conversation you know um, i mean that egg white omelet gives me ideas <laughs> great a <laughs> little, little bit runny and i've already got some thoughts about <laughs> but do, do um, you do you not encounter other people who are just kind of like i said come neutral i don't i yeah no i don't think i run into that or like maybe they play it up like maybe if they find out like like you know i start the conversation like where where can i take your load or like maybe they're like maybe i'm putting out a vibe that like says to i've never like I've never had You're, someone respond like come big don't disappoint him <laughs> I, I guess I've just never had I don't I can't think of someone that was just like I'm indifferent you know like mm -hmm. I think people know to even I, I guess if they don't care they at least were like you pick or I don't know did something so yeah I bet I've had like sex with like come neutral people mm -hmm. or like but I don't know but it's fine because I don't they've got to come and i want it so okay. they're interested in it it's like they like i guess they like the parts that lead up to it so like <laughs> you know it's a win-win give it to me <laughs> you have come i want <laughs> give it to me my ass is like pac-man <laughs> oh god jesus christ <laughs> psychologytoday.com has an article called does oral sex have an evolutionary purpose hmm. now just like you were talking about with all of these studies it's very heterocentric <laughs> but what <laughs> there is a theory out there in evolutionary psychology that the reason men going down on women has evolved as a sexual behavior of humans is because straight men are secretly cum detectors and are checking her to see if she's been unfaithful recently. I mean, I'm a cum detective. <laughs> I didn't think straight men were. Uh, I would, I just thought it was because like when people are turned on, like, like everyone, like it's better for, I thought that was helpful for everyone in like trying to make a baby. Sure. I thought like, if the more turned on you are, the more cum you will produce, the more like 
into it. She is the more re- receptive. I don't know. I, the study found that men who are in long-term relationships with more attractive women are more interested in performing cunnilingus on them. Hmm. Which that just seems like, how did this crazy cum detection, like 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 a truffle-finding pig, <laughs> like did this, <laughs> how did you arrive at that? Because if she's hotter, you want to go down on her more is that what I just heard. Like maybe that you're the hotter she is, the more likely other men will be into her. And the more like, so that, that you're, you're, yeah, you're the authors argued that the more attractive women are more likely to be targeted by other men who might try to lure them away from the relationship. And they concluded that their results confirmed their hypothesis that oral sex functions to detect infidelity. That I mean, this is one of those things where I feel like I don't think evolution plays a role in why I have oral sex. Like, I just don't think like, I don't know. That just seems like such a weird reason for like, I don't know. Yeah. Counter study. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> Focusing on her pleasure is like something that's helpful for both partners in a, in a, in a relationship. So like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The the idea that cunnilingus, oral sex performed on a woman, could function to detect infidelity was proposed in a 2006 book. This was the first study to test it empirically, and they confirmed the hypothesis, or at least these, the results of this study lend credence to that hypothesis. But uh, the idea is that oral sex allows men to detect the presence of another man's semen through smell or taste. And then the article notes that the study did not detect, did not test whether men can actually detect semen in this way. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, a difficult thing for a research study to test. Uh, but uh, and the authors did not claim that men consciously perform oral sex because they think their partner has been unfaithful. Like it's not like straight dudes are out there like looking for other dudes come. That's not like consciously. Fuck. <laughs> dashed my dreams yet again i'd be like that's the exclusive reason i would perform oral sex on a woman wait is there coming here <laughs> no you haven't been unfaithful Fuck. you have come you have come i want to come find the come um Jesus Christ. The, the author of this article also says i'd like to point out that there is a common misconception often advanced by its critics that evolutionary psychology assumes that everything people do is somehow an evolutionary abda- adaptation and that evolutionary psychologists cannot or will not acknowledge that some behaviors are simply byproducts of other adaptations with no special function of their own and um it, it's it's quite possible that oral sex has no evolutionary function in itself hmm. But yeah, I I thought maybe you would like the idea that like straight guy cum detector. Yeah, exactly. He puts his nose in her hole to smell out cum, <laughs> but he's straight still. Straight guy cum detector. Oh man, I'm a straight guy cum detector. Oh sure, yeah. Wait, so <laughs> can you tell if the cum came from a straight guy? My ass can. <laughs> Is it mm-hmm. like like does it give you a printout? Is it's it okay if this come? <laughs> I mean, she's so uncomfortable. Feels like <laughs> it knows both quarterbacks of the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh no! 
Yeah, he wears bootcut jeans. <laughs> uh, I want to tell you some fun Urban Dictionary words. Great, great. Um, let's start easy. The the best uh, result for come. Which, by the way, in the Patreon segment, what we're going to go through a hundred euphemisms for come, <gasps> <laughs> and we're going to laugh about them. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Get, help me like spice up my vocab exactly. so I don't I don't keep shouting come <laughs> well there's a hundred of them so what I want you to do is print this out put it by your bed and roll a d100 like for <laughs> D- Dungeons and Dragons it's like a wild magic surge <laughs> table where it's like which come can I get next and then you have to work that into a sentence on Grinder. I love this idea uh, I'm kicked out of Grinder. it's fine uh, oh yeah go back to Urban Dictionary come don't get kicked off of Urban Dictionary. That's like so much of our content. Boy, <laughs> I think the work you would have to do to get kicked off of Urban Dictionary, you'd okay. Uh, the best definition of come is the shit that comes out of your dick when you horny. <laughs> I mean, love it. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the lie? Uh, come dumpster. Great. Great. A, do you know this word? Cum dumpster? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I mean, don't give me that. You tell me the definition of like where the fucking word love came from back to like, and I know the word, what love means. So don't (laughs) you judge me for defining this for you, Mike. Cum dumpster. My ex-husband. Go ahead. Oh, man. Um, I wanted to be the cum dumpster that you, that's the epitome of cum dumpster. I mean, it's a close second. Oh, thanks. (laughs) second best cum dumpster is the worst like oh man a receptacle for you and the rest of your town to put your ejected semen in said receptacle is usually a slutty hoe sure there's first of all i was very turned on by reading so many of the definitions of this which is why which is my own issue that i have to personally deal with and we don't need to talk much more about but like urban dictionary is so heteronormative yeah. and very surprisingly sex negative or like yeah. or it describes so many people as sluts and hoes and like this kind of language that's like it's violent for a for a place that is defining lots of sexual words boy this is like written by a straight dude okay come pig Mm-hmm. person having a great desire to consume large amounts of ex- <laughs> ejaculate while displaying a hungry frenzied pig-like demeanor great so i guess that's why it's pig how many pepperoni pizzas worth <laughs> <laughs> uh question for another day uh cummies cummies have you have you heard anyone use the word cummies i think it was a queerdle answer it was a queer answer. <laughs> um, I don't know what it is, though. It's not. Enlighten me, Kyle. It's not really. It's uh, the definition of this. A word, again, heteronormative and also weirdly. Uh, uh, a word girls use in a daddy relationship to make cum sound cute. It makes it worse. <laughs> your face. It is, makes it worse. You just tasted terrible cum is the face you're making. Yes. Oh, God. Um, uh, My little pony cum. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's like this. I've seen it. I've only seen it within the past year. You're so you you're ongoing. I disgusted. hate it. I'm an emoji now. <laughs> okay, we need to define that because I also don't know that you know what that means. It, I've seen it like within the past year or so, like people using the word cummies and like give me your cummies, like uh, like yeah, it's like kind of making it a little bit cutesy, but there's this like like. Because if anything Daddy. needs to happen, it's the combination of baby talk and cum. <laughs> baby talk and cum. A match made in heaven by the Catholics. Oh, God. Uh, 
the kami. A close friend of... That's what you get after you have an EGOT. (laughs) (laughs) I've been trying to get my kami. Um, A close friend of Smoke Craculus who gets jacked off on by Wankenstein's monster, (laughs) originally called the Mummy. His name was changed because of the large amounts of sperm that were deposited on him by Wankenstein, thus becoming the Kami. Oh, my God. I had to put that in there when I found it. Is Brendan Fraser in it? Everyone loves Brendan Fraser. Yeah. He's getting this little, this uh, kind of resurgence recently. His Doom Patrol is amazing. Like, I don't know what that is. It's a show on HBO. It's superhero stuff. More like Coon Patrol. Yeah. Uh, in Azalea Banks. Uh, most popular and one amazing song two and two she calls it coom which i can't get over mm-hmm. like is that have you ever heard anyone pronounce it like that no it's elia banks what you thinking come catchers is that like come gutters like you're adonis belt you're um, like these that's very helpful to our listening audience <laughs> at home uh there were many definitions that is one come gutters slash uh, or, or your belly v- button oh um, the cum gutters are the V. If you have not, we've talked about this many times. Cum gutters are the hottest thing known to man since cum itself. Um, what? I, okay. What? Agree to disagree. What do you think is the hottest thing known to man? The sun. I don't. I don't, I don't know whose sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and can I fuck his dad after? Oh. I bet Mr. Jonas is very, very attractive. Oh, I wonder. I saw there was something that was like this meme of like Tom Holland with his dad and like and his dad, like, you know, it's just like some famous actress or someone was walking by and his dad was like, you know, look, they caught the one moment he looked at her and he was like, Mr. Holland checking out this person. And I was like, God, I want to get fucked by Tom Holland and his dad. Yeah. The Expanse, the big bad. Uh, for what the- my dick does getting fucked by Tom Holland <laughs> and his dad. That's a good name for your whole. <laughs> the ex- <laughs> Do you want to cost The Expanse? <laughs> Coming soon to your bet. The, the, the big Expanse. bad in The Expanse for the last two seasons has been this like very, very hot dude. And then uh, they introduce his son, who is a very, very hot dude. It's uncomfortable. Oh, God. Like. It's uncomfortable. We have an episode coming up of it later to talk. Okay, but another thing about other definitions of cum catchers. Okay. One, again, real shitty slang for women. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although that is kind of in our like vein, like gay people call calling uh, you know, straight people breeders. Yeah. You yeah. know, it seems like it but uh, obvious like, yeah. Yeah, it's shitty too. I don't have to make it better. It's shitty. Mm-hmm. Uh, come gutters. Uh, the tattoo on your lower back. Sure, sure. Uh, fake eyelashes are come gutter or come catchers. Come catchers. Oh yeah, god. Yeah, just make sure they don't get in your eye. Yeah. Oh my god, come in your hair is like kind of like hard to get out. And what's wrong with it? Nothing. Okay. I mean, you just got to take a shower, but yeah. like trying to use a Kleenex is just not good. Or just leave it in. Yeah. Or leave it in. <laughs> Um, or the 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 most gay affirming one of definition of cum catchers I found was a mustache or goatee. Oh, you know, great for the obvious reason yeah. catches in your beard. Um, last one uh, is cum drunk. Uh, sure, yeah. My favorite 
Adam Sandler film, Come Drunk Love. <laughs> um, no, uh, Come Drunk being in a state that is uh, comparable to intoxication after having experienced an exceptional orgasm usually results in stumbling around, disorientation, slurring of words and sentences, temporarily impaired vision, and a cramp or a cramp in a foot or a leg. And a desire to just destroy some Taco Bell. Oh. I thought you were going to say whole. Okay. No, Just, you destroy some whole you, and then you're hungry. And then, yeah, and then you want something to destroy your whole. But like <laughs> through the opposite, yeah, the opposite venue. Um, yeah, those are my, those are my cum-based urban dictionary words. Okay. I'm very happy about that. Are you? Yes. I, yeah, that was. It's quite the compilation. I don't know how many times we said the word cum and it's. We many. might have said the title of the episode more times than any other That's episode. Probably. <laughs> come, 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 come. <laughs> yeah, they're in Florida. They're introducing a don't say come bill <laughs> just because of this episode. Yeah. Okay. I will leave us with. Okay. I had a debate uh, with our, with the, the straight friend group uh, what, that I will uh, tell you more about when we do our case and straightest because yeah. that was the source of, uh, about what does come taste like? Yeah, okay. No, 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 sorry. That was not the... The debate was, what does cum smell like? So, I'm going to... I just decided do a brand new thing we've never done before. We're going to take a break. We're going to pick up there for our Patreon segment and talk a little bit about that. And then we'll talk more about different words for cum. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So, let's, let's, so we're going to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Break. Come break. No. no. We are not cum. coming in my house right cum. now. Cum. Come, Mike. <laughs> Fucking come. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. So are we back? We're back. Oh, shit, I'll get you a towel. <laughs> I did not do my contractually obligated uh, mention for my our favorite facts act, Doug and Koviak. Do you know the jizz? I give it away. Jizz is the name of the music that they play in Star Wars. Oh, you didn't know that? The name, the genre of music is called jizz. What? The Canonically, the name of that type of music is jizz. That's weird. Very weird. A bit, Doug said he thought that maybe he named like it's jazz, but it's not. Maybe like before the word jizz was used that often. I don't know. Maybe he's just dirty, dirty bird. Yeah, the 70s were weird, man. Uh, But um, we're done. We stopped. We stopped jizzing and we're on to if you want to jizz at us we're gonna do our gayest and straightest but first our website is gayishpodcast.com um our <laughs> email is not what i say next our uh instagram youtube uh twitter facebook uh at gayish podcast uh join our facebook group or our discord too our hotline you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails is 5855-GAYISH that's 585-542-9474 standard rates apply and it makes me very happy the number of people that have texted in just to see if I was lying about being a person that responds. I'm, yeah, I know. I, I don't. I, I thought you were going to say after this episode, you can like sext or voicemail, but you know. Oh, sext or voicemail. I don't know what you want to put out there in the universe, but. Um, Send me dick pics. Okay. That's what you. 
That's what you said. Um, uh, and email us at gayishpodcast at gmail.com. Our physical mailing address is post office box 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109. Uh, a couple of programming notes. So we are locked and loaded and announced, mm. and for sure it's happening. Uh, we are going to be at the Tree Fort Music Festival in Boise, Idaho on Saturday, March 26th, 2022. Our slot is from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and uh, it's my understanding that it's free. You can just yeah. uh, go to, like, the podcasts are near the festival, but not inside the part that you would have to pay the big expensive festival fee to Yeah, get you don't into. have to have a, a pass, um, and yeah, it's free, so if you're in the area come on out yeah and we will be in portland oregon on april 3rd and on april 10th oh another announcement we will be at the hula hula here Ooh. in seattle it's a karaoke bar up on capitol hill near the neighborhood and uh we will be we'll be uh there april that's my uh home that's my neighborhood that's where i live that's, that's your that's karaoke my, bar my whole yeah we've sang karaoke there before mm-hmm. and we're gonna have to again we're uh <laughs> sunday april 10th at 2 p.m uh and we'll go until 4 p.m when they open again and become a karaoke bar so like i guarantee it now Uh oh kyle's gonna sing i didn't say that (laughs) i don't stand by that statement as i'm presently hearing it um we're excited about that it's gonna be a lot of fun doing those those shows and we're excited we hope we hope y'all come out yeah support us so yeah. kyle will let me do more of these yeah yeah don't don't that's <laughs> a real thing yep uh gay straightest yeah let's do our gay straightest okay i'll go first okay, i do uh just said favorite fags uh, doug and koviak uh traveled mm-hmm. with um him his lovely wife uh other uh folks and uh <laughs> my straightest is we did there's a lot of straight activities i played foot golf um, which is golf with a soccer I th- ball. I thought maybe that was just you like having mouth problems earlier. But no, that's a I got the foot f- golf. <laughs> but, a, but you meant to say that. Yep. That's a thing. You kick a soccer ball at, like you're on an actual golf course and you're like kicking a soccer ball. They have a separate bigger hole to so you can get it in there. Sure. Um, no, but the straightest uh, thing was not that. It was that I bet on the Super Bowl and won. Good work. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. Where are you going to spend your winnings? Uh, I made 20 bucks. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I might go get a double scoop at Molly Moons. Great. I might uh, buy half a ticket to a movie theater. Great. Uh, I'm topical take that movie theaters. sky's the limit uh you know yeah so many options i might get involved in cryptocurrency um or crypts i might reserve a space in a crypt in a low rent crypt um uh sure. my gayest is that we went out to a mexican restaurant and there was a table of very clearly homosexual men nice. nearby and i kept wanting to be like you know like uh, these really great people <laughs> a lot of fun i wanted to be like what are, i wonder what they're doing where are they going what are they up to? What are they talking about? You know, like, <laughs> hey, gays, I know what this looks like. I'm the gay one. I'm gay. My <laughs> fingernail. Did you see how painted they are? Not great, but don't look that. But like, I'm the I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, like just there's a the little bit of that gay in me when you look over and you're like, they're clearly homosexuals. And I wish I could walk up and be like, hello, fellow gays. Do you think straight people notice when the gays notice each other? Because it happens. You make eye contact and you're like. Oh, we both like dick. Um, and then... I don't 
may I was probably being very obvious about like every now and then like looking over and checking them all out. So they um, may be after that point, but I don't think they always know that we like kind of clock each other. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Uh, what about me? So I apologize for this being sort of a, <laughs> a, a, a local joke, but some small percentage of you will find this very funny. The straightest thing about me this week is I hung out in Ballard. <laughs> yes. Yep. 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 It is where straight people go to be happy mm-hmm. and, and hip. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. I like the only time I went to Ballard, I have not been in forever is when we went out with my straight coworkers. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They're very accepting straight people. Lovely straight no, people. They're, yep. They love a good IPA and like weird <laughs> arcade games placed <laughs> in their dive bars. Like it's, it's great, but yep. Uh, and the gayest thing about me this week is my Tig Notaro. Oh. Out Magazine Special LGBTQ Star Trek Collector's Edition. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, they uh, were all on the covers and shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, and um, Anthony Rapp looks real weird in every photo. <laughs> and uh, But that's okay because Wilson Cruz is fucking magnificent in every photo. Um, you don't know who Wilson Cruz is? No. Him. Oh, I do know who he is. He's fucking fucking amazing in everything Ooh, wow i want him to sit on my face Good for um him. but yeah yeah so uh my just pure joy at receiving the gayest mm-hmm. star trek magazine <laughs> that's ever existed is very very happy <laughs> yeah. uh listeners gayest and straightest this week comes to us from facebook i asked on facebook dot com slash group slash gayish podcast yes you're such a pro uh, I asked for a Valentine's Day related, Aww. Valentine's themed gayest and straightest. And uh, I like this one. Gayest. Valentine's date to the Dior exhibit at the Brooklyn <laughs> Museum. <laughs> wow. Straightest. Reservation fell through and ended up eating at Olive Garden for dinner. Yeah, <laughs> That's uh, from Adam Sherwin on uh, our Facebook group. That's so fucking funny because I would like... Uh, just what your I would I straight sh- people love Olive Garden, as does Kyle. <laughs> what the fuck it like is wrong? Like, are we that pretentious that we can't acknowledge that? Like, give me a fucking bowl of pasta, never-ending garlic breadsticks. Like, what? I- yeah, Olive Garden and Cheesecake Factory; those are the straightest choices God. for restaurants. Red Robin. Red Robin's up there. Yeah, yes, that to, to me is in this. Like, I I just think if we Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, uh, what's it called? Crab crab nuggets with the with the buttered biscuit. Uh, oh, I don't forget what it's called. Red Red Lobster. Red yeah, Lobster. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There's just some uh, like these are delicious places, and we need to admit to ourselves that these are delicious, and that's okay, gays. If there's one thing to take away from this episode about cum, be <laughs> too much or too, I don't know. Um, well, I would like to thank, thank you to cum producers everywhere. Thank you to all the men that I I can't keep saying the word cum. I just I, I'm for once in my life I'm cummed out. Cum 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 I would like to thank <laughs> the following cum dumpsters. I don't know. <laughs> they dump the, uh, cum money into yeah, our wallets. Yeah, what Patreon tier is coming on you? I, or do you pay I, them? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we go to the... Sorry, okay, we just... Well, let's get through... Okay, 
Super Cat Bridgers. I would like to thank Josh Copeland, Force Nail, Patrick Martin, Anonymous, James Barrow, Explosive Lasagna, Christopher Frail, Jamie Pugh, Kevin Henderson, Tipsy McStumbles, Donald Linsky, T- Thomas B., Dusty Sands, A.E. Coleman, Chris Cachetorian, Jerome York, and Cian and Javi. Thank you all for supporting us in spite of what you've heard today. Yes. We appreciate it. Thanks for coming. This uh, th- this has been Gayish from the Chris Cachetorian Studios. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you Come on week. me. <laughs> semen next week. <laughs> <laughs>